Welcome to the next edition, next episode of our Our Story podcast. I am so excited to be able to have Bonnie Smith as my guest today. I was going to say guest star because you really are the star of today's podcast. (laughs) Bonnie, thank you so much for joining us on this Our Story. And I'm really excited to be able to dive in and hear a bit more about your story. Wow. I'm happy to be here. Good. Good. We're so delighted to have you. Um, So the first question that we've been asking everybody that is, we find is really impactful is how did you become, how did you come to know Jesus? Well, um, I, I grew up in a Christian family, so they were my first teachers and my father was a minister actually from as, as early as I can remember. He was a Lutheran pastor and my parents were very intentional about their training of their children and as soon as we learned to read our big Christmas present for that year was a Bible and we just thought that was the best thing that anybody could get and for for a Christmas present and and just the way they presented it just made you think this is so precious the word of God wow. and so valuable and 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 it was it was a kids one it was the full bible but it had full page pictures so it was just beautiful as well i've looked for them for my children and you just can't find them anymore it's so sad but anyway i'm grateful that i had it i wore it out the cover fell off and and then you know as soon as we learned to write our um my dad required that we took notes in church i think after that by about that time uh, he was no longer the pastor, and then we would review them Sunday night and talk about what we heard, and, and I, I think that just all built such a, a love for God and a sense of his love for us. Wow. And yeah. that's, you know, and, and I, my mother said that before I was even in school age, I received the Lord as my Savior. So more what I remember is the little moments throughout life, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like the highlights of where you knew God spoke to you, gave you a dream, intervened, helped, guided, and it's just been that walk through life, that constant. I was just reading today, too, that repentance is not a single act. It's a lifelong thing that Mm -hmm. we do as Christians is continue to repent, continue to seek God, continue to know him, and yeah, that's it. Wow. That is really neat, even that you can remember and recall those specific ways that your parents built into your own walk and your own journey, and even the the building in the intentionality of of how important that reading your Bible and spending time in the Word were. That is a really, really mm-hmm. neat gift that they gave you at a young age. Yeah, I'm so grateful. Wow. I'm so grateful. Yeah, and so what has led you... To kind of stick with it. <laughs> it you know like for, for a lot of our listeners and a lot of us in the church um, some of us have those stories of I grew up in a Christian home yeah. so there's something often that just for each person is the thing that keeps bringing them back hmm. what, so what is what keeps bringing you back to God what has kept you over the years because life as we know is not always just an upward like trajectory of fun and sunshine and roses. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. yeah. So what has 
what has kind of kept you going? Like you said, you referenced the consistency and the um, just continual stepping into yeah. confessing. What, is, what has continued to bring you there? Well, I don't think I've ever been asked that question before, and it's a really good one. Um, and I think that it's just how God meets you, mm, yeah. for one, and just um, being in his presence, seeing him guide you in difficult situations, and realizing that he's trustworthy, and I can depend on him, and that he's faithful, and even sometimes when he asks me to do difficult things, <laughs> and, and yet kind of in the process of getting through it, I, I see that I have learned, even in the very hard times, I've learned something really valuable and something that I really needed to know. Um, so, yeah, it, it's his faithfulness to me okay. and you know, just so many, so many times throughout my life, I, I just feel so much that I can depend on him. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. I like that, just that um, you've seen his hand really continue to work in your life and absolutely and and I think sometimes we we probably make it more flashy than it needs to be mm-hmm. right and yeah. that that yeah. it is just seeing God be who he says he is exactly I remember someone asking me um once you know like or, or saying basically they thought that um Christianity was for weak people and he considered himself a strong person and he didn't need them and I just I said to him I said well you know I think I have realized that I am weak I cannot imagine life without the strength of the Holy Spirit and God's the strength that he gives us but I went away afterwards and I thought isn't it true that even though I said I was weak, and a way I realized it takes a lot of strength to yield your life to God, too. Mm-hmm. And it's e- sometimes easier to just say, I'm going to live my life, my own life, the way I want to live it. And so it's kind of like two sides of the story. It's like I, I'm are aware of our weaknesses, but also it's, it's a strength to allow God to use you how he wants to use you and to make him be the first in your life yeah and that that's not easy no no (laughs) i i completely agree that it's it is a step of a sign of strength to say you're weak Mm -hmm. and to to really say you need help right and Mm -hmm. we yeah i think sometimes i i try to model for my own kids of just like asking for help is not a sign of weakness it's actually saying no, I can't do this on my own, and yeah. that's actually sometimes the the strongest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. exactly like what you're saying is that yeah. sometimes it is the strength of saying, "No, I actually can't do this on my own." Yeah. That that yeah. it's that offering it back to God. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you you reference times that were maybe God has called you into something that isn't easy, or <laughs> or maybe has been harder for you yeah. to. To get to the point, and I know for so many of our, uh, just m- any of us, <laughs> because we live in a fallen world where things are not smooth, yeah. um, that is sometimes where the rubber meets the road mm-hmm. when God is saying, you know what, I need you to step out and do this mm-hmm. in obedience, which that word 
we don't often like to, to use or hear. Yep. Um, but but how have you seen maybe God work or, or what has got you to the point when you had those times where he said, Bonnie, I need you to step out in faith in this way. Mm. How, how has he maybe helped you to strengthen you yeah. or get you to that, that space where you can step out in faith? Wow. I think a lot of times I will, if there's something very difficult, of course, I'm just going to say, God, mm-hmm. <laughs> why me? <laughs> but, but then just really saying, is this really you? And asking for a confirmation. Mm-hmm. And often it's amazing. If you ask God, if he'll show you, is this really what you want me to do? And I think just the knowing that he really wants you to do something um, is part of the strength that he gives you. You know, like, is this really you speaking to me? Because that's a really hard thing. And I, I was, the, one of the things that came up to me was uh, we were doing a Bible study seeking him. And um, it's by Nancy Lee DeMoss and Tim Grissom. I believe. And that was a very deep, deep dealing book for me. And, you know, you're going into it and is everything right? And and we were in the chapter about relationships. And I was like, oh, I've dealt with all of that a long time ago. There's nothing. But I thought, maybe I better just ask. (laughs) And so, you know, I took the time to to sit down and, and make a time and a place and and just said, Lord, is there anything you want to say? Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness. But there were two especially that he, he brought up to me. And, and he, almost instantly. That's the wow. thing that's kind of amazing. It wasn't like a slugging away and looking. It was just like, okay, God, I feel all clean and good. And all my relationships are awesome. And, you know, sometimes he goes back. It was several years back mm-hmm. in a working experience. And I had just felt that there were two different people specifically that that I just felt like they were cold towards me, didn't like me, just never kind of accepted me in the position I was in. And, and I just, I, you know, I tried to be really kind to them. I prayed for them. I, you know, and I, I did what I felt was the right thing to do and just didn't let it um, make me feel negative towards them. But what, when I was doing this Bible study, well, I, I'm just going to look it up here. Samuel was at the end of his ministry, and he spoke to the people of Israel, mm-hmm. and he asked a question. Let me just see. He said to all Israel, Behold, I have obeyed your voice in all that you have said to me and have made a king over you. And now, behold, the king walks before you, and I am old and gray, and behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my youth until this day. Here I am. Testify against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken, or whose donkey have I taken, or whom have I defrauded, whom have I oppressed? And from whose hand have I taken a bribe to blind my eyes with it? Testify against me, and I will restore it to you. And they said, You have not defrauded or oppressed or taken anything from any man's hand. And that's in 1 Samuel chapter 12, 1 through 4. 
And I just thought we should ask ourselves that same question. Have we oppressed anyone? Have we? And the thing is, is I realized through this study, I realized I never, I asked myself, what have I done? Have I done anything to mm -hmm. offend them? But I never asked them. And that was the thing that, that really came to the front and I really repented deeply over that. And I thought, if I had a sister or a best friend or something and I felt that there was a coldness between us, there would be nothing stopping me from asking them right away, mm -hmm. is there something wrong? And that's how God wants me to treat. He showed me that's how he wants me to treat every person that I meet. And that's, I was guilty of not saying, you're my sister. Mm -hmm. You know, have I done anything? Have I oppressed you? Have I not lived up to the standards that you hoped that I would? Or not that either one of them were my boss, but they were, you know, working alongside at times. So... Anyway, the Lord definitely had to give me strength to do that, yes, <laughs> and to not worry about the outcome. I couldn't do anything about the outcome and how they would respond, and I realized that. Yeah. But I could obey the Lord and treat them like my sisters, mm -hmm. and show them that respect. And wow. yeah, so God definitely gave me the strength yeah. to do that. So you, so you went back and approached them. Is that? I did. Step. I set wow. up coffee with both people, and then COVID happened. Okay. So we ended up doing it by phone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is huge, because you're, you're exactly right that um, sometimes we think even, you know, we've yeah. checked our own attitudes or whatever, but we, um, the even as you were talking, that verse, I think it's in Romans where it says, as far as it depends on you, live at one uh, at peace. At peace with one another. <laughs> yes. And and it's like, oh, sometimes that means going that extra mile. Mm -hmm. And we don't like that extra mile. Yeah. The extra mile is the icky part yeah. that makes us not feel very awesome <laughs> sometimes. And it is that is it is often where God's saying, no, you need to come this extra bit here mm -hmm. and go as far as it depends on yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And I and it, it was kind of strange. And I never I I never really was aware that I needed to take that next mm -hmm. step, like you said, that yeah. next step, because there were no words yeah. exchanged. There was no negative words. It was just a feeling that I had. And both people appreciated it. Wow. You know, the, the contacting them and just treating them like sisters in Christ. Which yeah. is great. Like, I mean, like that, that, that's where you can look back now and see how yeah. he he did work yeah. in that, in mm -hmm. that, in your faithful, or in your, in your obedience, in yeah. your steps of obedience yeah. that might seem small in yeah. the whole scheme of life, right? Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes it's those little steps of obedience that add to big, big steps of God using you. Yeah. And, and that is just such a beautiful gift that he has, he calls each and every one of us into, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. I think sometimes we sometimes want the big Samuel moments or the big Joshua moments. Yeah. And when really it's him saying, no, just, just ask the question yeah. or just be, be extending a hand mm -hmm. of grace <laughs> sometimes to somebody who isn't easy to offer grace to or whatever the case yeah. may be. Right. Mm -hmm. It's small little instances that, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's beautiful, Bonnie. Thank you so much for sharing that because that is a vulnerable place to be, to share, to share yeah. that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I, I really appreciate you being honest and, mm-hmm. and vulnerable with that. And thank you for sharing, um, the, the study even, uh, just that, you know, cause I, I know a lot of our uh, listeners sometimes want extra material. So mm-hmm. the seeking God or the seeking him, a Bible study by Nancy Lee DeMoss and Tim Grissom. Yeah, that's, that's awesome being able to have that experience, that firsthand experience for you, that as you walk through it, it was really a yeah. eye-opening. And I think part of part of what gives you courage and strength is mm-hmm. I was part of a Bible study, yeah. a wonderful group of women of many different ages. It was just a wonderful group. And I think just we would pray every week that we would really learn from our lessons and some... I. I know I prayed and said, I think this is what God is speaking to me. Please pray. And just the prayers and the support of other women, Christians, um, really also is quite, quite a strengthening as well. That is huge. I I love that you pointed that out because it is, it's something that I think we, we sometimes don't realize that God has given us our brothers and sisters in Christ. And yeah. to say, hey, would you pray for me? Or yeah. I think this is what he's bringing to the forefront. Yikes. And yeah. <laughs> I'm, or I'm going to have this phone call or I'm going to make this, yeah. you know, I'm going to make send this text to set up a time where we have lunch. Yeah. Can you pray for me to have strength and courage yeah. to do it in those times? Because that is, sometimes take that initial step. I know anytime <laughs> I've had to do something hard like that, it's like just that initial, just get through the first conversation mm-hmm. is sometimes the biggest biggest hurdle in that so that's beautiful I love that God has gifted you with um with that experience too so well thank you so much Bonnie for for joining me on the podcast today it's been a treat and I feel like it's so short I feel like we could go on for for (laughs) ages longer and and get to have more of a conversation because I think I I always feel so blessed um after having conversations with you Mm -hmm. you're such an encouraging uh, just joyful, um, just person that I love to interact with on any given moment. Thank you. So it's, yeah, it's just a beautiful thing. And so hopefully through this, somebody on the other side has, has learned a little bit more about you and about kind of what God has done in your life and, and how he has worked. So thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. All right. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for joining in this week's podcast. Until next time, we'll see you then.